0: It is Talking Travel on to a new RFM. Sally Lucas with us today and we are going to talk that wonderful region of uh, Australia, the Kimberley. The Kimberley is coming your way from the water, from the land. It's wonderful whichever way you look at it. To a new RFM. Talking Travel, Sally Lucas, you can't go past the variety of scenery the spectacularness of the scenery, if there is such a word, of the Kimberley. <laughs> if
1: there isn't a word, we've just made it up. So that's all good, Jane, because it is stunning and My husband and I were only discussing the other day how I've said to you as well, Jane, before on air that my two guests, other than France, of course, favourite destinations from a a scenic point of view would be the Antarctica and the Kimberley. And there's so much the antithesis of each other as far as white and then beautiful colour. We've always said we'd like to go back to the Antarctic, but we are actually thinking the other day, no, we'd rather go back to the Kimberley Kimberley because you've got... I think, oh, it's hard to explain, more variety. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, like you've got your, your art, you've got your wildlife, you've got the, the spectacular scenery on land and on sea with the Horizontal Falls and with Mitchell Falls, King George Falls. You know, it's it really is spectacular. And when you do these cruises along the Kimberley, most of them have the most wonderful resident um, people on board who you know, go through everything as far as the history, the art, the wonderful wildlife you're going to see. And I can always remember the guy we had with us, like he could spot, a bird so far away before I had any idea it was even there, you know. And he'd say, "Up there, there's such and such. Look because 'cause they're just so attuned to spotting where the wildlife is and pointing it out to you, so you just don't miss out on anything. So it's it's a fabulous way if you've not done the cruise. That is a fabulous way of doing it. A lot of people, of course, the grey nomads, they like to go for months on end and just just tour the whole area. Um, but obviously, not everyone has that amount of time. So you know, you can spend as much time as you want in in just just the. If you went down to the Pilbara and you know up up round and all that area as well. I mean, the Kimberley is such a huge, huge area to cover. But certainly, like Broome, I guess is your gateway. Once just this sleepy little little village, and of course now it's 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 still small by comparison, but it's very vibrant, very cosmopolitan. You know, it, it's an interesting place in itself. Cable Beach, of course we all know, everyone hears about Cable Beach and the staircase to the moon But when you have those certain times of the year when of course it looks like you're stepping across the water up to the moon which is fabulous when there's a full moon your, ca- your wonderful camel rides at sunset you know, it's just still fantastic you've got the old Chinatown part of Broome and then you've got Gantome Point which is where the um, fossilised imprints of the dinosaurs are, so they weren't just in Queensland of course, they were everywhere But even though Queensland of course has the most wonderful wonderful collection of fabulous yeah Yeah. which is just wonderful you've got roebuck bay and then also you've got all sorts of things like your pearl farms etc from there and even if you're not doing a cruise you can opt to do a helicopter or a scenic flight to go up around cape Leveque and go over some of those waterfalls and that as well so that's still an option even if you're only just in broome you've still got lots of alternatives for what you can do but of course once you start moving across into the kimberley you've got such wonderful towns you
0: mean yes
1: i mean But even when you go to Kununurra and you think about Lake Ord, uh, the, the Ord River scheme, rather, that was dammed. I mean, it's, I forget how many times the size of Sydney Harbour, but it's a massive amount of water. And that then became a food bowl. So that Ord River was just nothing there. And then suddenly they've got all this water. Which is just fantastic, and you can do cruise Lake. You, know, you can cruise on Lake Ord, and then you've got the wonderful pink diamonds from the Argyle mine. Even though the, di- the mine is now closed, um, there's still pink diamonds were only available from this part of our region, which is amazing. And there are still a couple of jewelry stores in Cunnamulla that sell them. But even out of Cunnamulla itself, you know, you, you go to the bungle, yeah, you know, the um, Warren, not the Warren bungles, the bungles, the uh, Pernalulu National Park, which again you can drive in and camp in there, or stay in there, or Again, if you haven't got time, you can do a wonderful scenic flight over them, which I think you need to do anyway because it's, it is so scenic that you don't get the idea of these wonderful dome shapes that look like they've got stripes on them like beehives until you're above them and then the escarpment you fly over to get there this wonderful long escarpment that just looks like a wave curling over before you get there like the scenery is breathtaking so if you've never got up that way there is just so much to explore and so much to do lots of touring companies go up there now and I mean most of the roads have improved except the Gibb River Road is still a tough road so you really need to have if you're driving yourself make sure you've got a good Four wheel drive vehicle to cope with that. But like there's some beautiful, you know, pre erected tents now where you can have it's more glamping, it's not rough at camping. So you can do that. So you can get into all these areas where there aren't even towns, but they have these specific glamping situations there where you can stay and be really in the midst of the Kimberley. And it is just wonderful.
0: Your station, too, and you are FM. Sally Lucas and I are talking travel and indulging in thoughts about uh, the Kimberley. And where do you think is the best lookout in the Kimberley? Oh, that's
1: a good one. Um, well, I must say, I thought the one in Wyndham was spectacular because of the five rivers that meet. I mean, a confluence of five rivers is most unusual.
0: It certainly is when um, they're big rivers. Too. Yes, and
1: it's the King, the Pentecost, the Durack, the Forest, and the Ord. So it's quite spectacular to go up to the Bastion to the Five Rivers Lookout and and just see that it is it is amazing. So that's one. What's your favourite?
0: Well, I reckon that's got to be the most spectacular look out. But then there's a little bit here and a little bit there as you're going along. Of course. Anywhere with a a river is good and even without a river.
1: Well, of course, Hot of course,
0: count as well. Well,
1: yes. think of El Questro, right? And the gorge is there, mm-hmm. and swimming, and just and again, you know, you can go up market and stay at, at the actual the accommodation, or you can just you know have a lower standard of accommodation, or not in the homestead, or you can camp. Yes. So you know, you can still get there and do it as you know, whatever level of accommodation you would prefer or cost. And, and also, and just while we're on lookouts, yes.
0: you don't have to be up high looking down on some of those El Cuestro waterways. Yes. You can be down there looking, looking up, up. And that is spectacular too.
1: Well, that's the same when you go along the rivers, when I was just talking about like the King George and that, like the cliffs, when you go along there and you're looking up, and they have all along this ancient land of ours, which was Gondwana land before it all separated. And you've got the anticlines and the synclines. And I never knew till we did that cruise. That that's what they were called. And, of course, you've got these wonderful striations that are an angle, which when we were all squeezed together in all the heat and then we came apart. And, you know, it's such an ancient land. It, it, it just never ceases to blow you away, the age of our country. But also, as I mentioned, the, the Indigenous art, which you see in the Kimberley region there along that coastline, which is called the Guayon, is totally different to the Indigenous art you're going to see around Kakadu or Central Australia. You know, there's all the different theories as to why it's different and was it when we were joined to other parts of Asia because the figures are different and are they more Asian? Or So I don't think anyone's ever firmly decided on that, but it's very different art. And also while we're talking about something that's really different, near um, Wyndham you've got the um, biggest Boab in captivity, at the caravan park there. And it's 2000, they suspect it's over or at least 2000 years old. Wow. Which is which is something incredible as well. But you've got lots of cultural experiences too now. Like There's so many Indigenous tours and things you can do in all these areas to, to learn a lot more about our first people. So, you know, there's so much you can immerse yourself in if you so desire. Um, your temperatures too, you've got to consider when you think is the better time to go. But if you're wanting to do or experience like the horizontal fall Montgomery Reef and all those areas, it's good after the wet because there's just so much water. Whereas you go on the dry, you're not going to see those spectacular waterfalls. So keep that in mind that even though the dry, of course, no rain, etc. you know, so it, it, you're, you're getting all that warm days, cool nights, sort of slightly coolish if you like. But summer season, November to April, you're going to get less people that because people don't want to go when it's hot. You will get occasional tropical rain, but you're going to see spectacular bird and wildlife around because of the waterways being so full. So it's up to you to do a bit of a balance there. You just don't want to be in cyclone time, of course, but um, <laughs> <laughs> always be aware of that. But the Aboriginal cultures, they have their own seasons as well. They divide our, the seasons into six. So it's really interesting. That, that if you look at it, you can look it up, and it's really quite interesting to look at their seasonal. Clock and work out what they consider to be the best seasons as well, and also they have an enormous amount of festivals throughout the area. So you can always be up there in the northwest. And I know when our son James was based in Kununurra the Ord Valley muster was one of the biggest events they had there. And he got his uh, bus license so he could ferry people backwards and forwards because uh, they have 30 events over 10 days, you know, with music, food, art, culture, everything that Kimberley has to offer. So that's always great and that's um in may each year round that's available so next year you'll be looking around about the 13th to the 22nd of may um but then also you've got different other experiences in the carinji national park broom even has a mardi gras now can you believe that And it's February to March. You've got the Festival of the Pearl, which they've had for a long time, which is called Shinju Matsuri, because we had so much Japanese influence there with the Pearl Divers originally. That's uh, 20 August to 4 September. They've also got a Fringe Festival, which runs from 27 May to 6 June. And they have a Cinefest, because they've got that wonderful old theatre there. So they have this film festival there, which is the 3rd to the 6th of November. 26 to 28 August, they've got a Taste of broom which is a multi-arts, cuisine, culture-based event. So, yeah, there's lots of things happening over there. And in sports, you've got the Gibb Mountain Bike Challenge. That would be a challenge it? in May. Ord River Dragon Boat Marathon in Cunanura. That would be fun. And in Broome, you've got a billfish classic, so a swimming, uh, sorry, a fishing classic, which is 24 to 27 July. And then they have a triathlon at Cable Beach, 19 to 21 August. So look, there's lots of things happening up there. But of course, you've got all sorts of other smaller festivals, art, photographic even the little museum at Broome is just chock full of such interesting history and information so you know as I said there's so much you can immerse yourself in it's up to you as to how much you want or not what to do but you can certainly fill your time in your days are full
0: to NURFM Sally Lucas and I are talking travel Sally it's hot deals time what's there at the moment
1: Well, it's not what I'd call a hot deal, but it's a great, great, um, I think, expedition cruising experience because we've been talking a little bit about the Kimberley today, but this isn't the Kimberley, even though, of course, we know we can cruise there. But coral expeditions are now starting to cruise our great Southern Ocean, which we've not had the opportunity to do before. So I think that's fantastic now that you you can cross or traverse the iconic Great Australian Bight Mm -hmm. and, and take you across to Western Australia. So they've got some Really interesting voyages. There's a 13 night in November this year, where you're heading across the all the iconic national parks along the south coast, the archipelago of the Recherche, uh remote breeding grounds of sea lions, um, Shearwater Bay. Just, yeah, then you end up at um, Hamelin Bay in the Margaret River region as well. So that is, is wonderful. October, November departures this year and October next year. They've got some excellent ones, of course, doing Tasmania, where, again, you're getting into these wonderful areas that only small vessels can get into and there's no roads. Again, we're talking about expedition cruising but at a lovely level mm. um, and there's some wonderful things there which include you actually doing some treks and hikes as well once you go ashore um, and they're from Hobart January and February 2023 and January 24 and there's another one Adelaide November December November this year, November and December next year doing South Australia's islands and Gulf waters and they consider they're the best kept secrets of Australia's coastline with more than 5,000 kilometres of deserted shoreline and more than 300 islands we forget about that, mm. you know? So yes. we've got so many islands in Australia, and now that we've got these lovely small expedition vessels coming on, you know, we're getting the opportunity to, to get these places we've never been before, which I think is fantastic. Um, talking still along <laughs> cruising, Hurtigruten, the wonderful Norwegian Coastal Express servers have got an end of financial year sale that is still on at the moment, subject to availability. It'll just, you know, if it sells out, it sells out. But they've got up to 20% off um, your cabin price on selected 2022 and 23 sailings. And if you do what they call the world's most beautiful voyage, which is that coastal route, your companion gets 50% off their fare. So that's worth considering. Um, and also just with Japan opening up, all Nippon Airways have come out with some really good promotional airfares to get you to Japan if you're interested. Um, it's on sale till the 18th of July only, and but it's for travel from 18 July to 6 December. There are a couple of blackout periods in September, October, because obviously autumn and it's the busy time of year, like cherry blossoms, but some really, really good fares there. Um, and also on the go tours have got their... They do this nearly every year now, their famous two for one Africa sale. So it hasn't happened for the last two years, but of course you can do this two for one sale where you, you actually can buy buy one, get one free and all that sort of thing and tools of Kenya and Tanzania, etc., which is really quite fantastic. And there's some great packages as well at the moment to Fiji if you're ready to get to some warm weather. Mm-hmm today is not warm. It might be sunny, but it's not (laughs) warm. And there's some fabulous packages there to various resorts in Fiji available at the moment as well. Uh, Those sales end around the 15th of July, though, for those deals. And also for looking at Europe, um, Backroads Touring have also got their 2023 tours at 2022 prices, uh, as long as you book by 3 August plenty there in the
0: bag. So plenty, plenty there. Thank you Sally Lucas. Thanks Jane.
1: Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.